0: Welcome to the second season of PHPod, a podcast brought to you by the Boston University School of Public Health and Public Health Post, which informs and inflects the broader conversation on health and social justice. I'm Rubina Viracone, a writing fellow for Public Health Post. For this season of PH Pod, we've decided that our theme is activism. But what is activism? The Merriam-Webster definition suggests, a doctrine or practice that emphasizes direct vigorous action, especially in support of, or opposition to, one side of a controversial issue. But what is that vigorous action and what is that controversial issue? Essentially, each of us may have our own definition of activism. I'm speaking now with the other PHP Writing Fellows, Sarah Marr, Devin O'Donnell, and Maya Thurkill. And Maya is not physically here with us, but has graced us with her presence via Zoom. Let's start off by everyone introducing themselves, saying a little bit about your interests and what activism means to you. Sarah, would you like to start us off? Sure, I can start.
1: So my name is Sarah Marr. I am in the health policy and law track, so interested in the real world impacts of health policy on populations, particularly policies that deal with the LGBT community um, as well as environmental justice issues. And what activism means to me, I think at the most basic fundamental level is communicating about some kind of change you want to see in the world. And I think that change can be something as big as tackling global warming or as small as wanting to
0: plant more trees on your street. And speaking of the environment that is also an interest that Devon has, so Devon take it away.
1: Yes, well, um, I am also a master student here, and I study community health, but most of the work that I do outside of the classroom is on climate change and health, hence the the nice segue there, Rabina. I got you. (laughs) Um, But I see activism as pushing for social and political progress through intentional and collective effort, and there's lots of different ways that this manifests, but um, a lot of it comes from, like, fighting some form of oppression, but um, seems to be a common thread that I've seen in different activist movements, and it's off, it can be often triggered by certain events um, that we see in the news or political elections or a piece of legislation.
0: Um, yeah, that's how I, how I view activism. Fantastic. Thank you. And Maya? My name is Maya Thurkill, and I'm also an MPH student here and I'm studying biostatistics and epidemiology and I chose that because I feel like it's a way to advocate. Activism means standing up for something that you believe in and it's bigger than you even when it can be difficult and epidemiology and biostatistics really rule data and data controls where funding goes, data controls which projects receive attention and really how the story is told. So I dove into Epi and Biostats,
2: hoping that that would be a path for me to advocate within public health.
0: Thank you, Maya. I'm Rubina Viracon. I'm a second year MPH student here at BU. And I'm interested in community health uh, and working with children, adolescents, and their families. Specifically, I'm interested in finding ways we can build resilience um, within marginalized communities. I'm also interested in health communications and finding ways to engage the public through storytelling. So when it comes to activism, I agree with everything that everyone else has said here. There's one thing that I would like to point out. I think that activism is an intentional and sustained practice. I don't necessarily think that it's a one and done thing like, oh, I went to this protest and now I'm an activist, but I think it is a commitment. And you know the saying like, practice makes permanent, I really believe that practice makes habit. And it becomes something that's really integral to everything that you do. What do you guys think activism looks like as a student?
1: Yeah, I think being a student caters exceptionally well to being an activist, right? Like if you look at social movements in the past, a lot of them started on college campuses, right? And grew out of youth movements. And um, so I think that that connection is, Is really strong and it's also I think ties to a little bit of like having flexibility right like we're all young and we don't have endless responsibilities right we can if you want to go and like storm a building and stay there all night you can because you don't have to go home and feed your kids or like if you get arrested it's it's one of those things where you have flexibility in what you do and you also have like an invincibility (laughs) mindset right where it's and I guess, as well, like being on a campus surrounded by so many different opinions and thinkers, right? Like it's opening doors to to challenge, right? Like it, if you're being taught how to think critically, which sometimes goes both ways, right? We're not always taught the things we want to like advocate for. but um, that is already like, challenging people, to challenge institutions, to challenge policies, to, to fight for what they believe in.
2: You don't have to be, have any letters after your name or title that um society says means you're more important than others anybody can do that so not letting the inner voices saying that you're not enough Um, all of us can make the change and be the change agents we mean
0: this is craig andrade the director of the activist lab here at the boston university school of public health we would love to start off with you telling us a little bit about the Activist Lab and what you do.
2: Sure. Um, It's an exciting project that's been going on now for over six years. Um, My colleague and good friend, uh, Dean Cox, Harold Cox, had been the um, originator of the Activist Lab with Dean Galea. They created the lab to find opportunities for students to be able to as in a laboratory, experiment in all kinds of ways and how do we engage in public health practice, but in particular, how do we bring advocacy and activism um, to public health practice in a way that, um, as I say, meets the world as it is, as, as opposed to what, it, what we'd hope it would be. While students are here at the School of Public Health, having an opportunity to explore what that means for them to to experiment and in the real world with community partners to figure out what it could look like how it matches their own ethos and practice and how they can continue to experiment with that and develop a a, a foundation of their own practice that they continue to build on for the rest of their life
0: yeah so the activist lab is essentially helping students find what activism means to them what does activism mean to you
2: it's a great question because you know you could ask me that same question today and then um, tomorrow I would say something very different. But in general, it is how do we present in the world, acknowledging that the world can ever, ever be better, and seeing where it can be better, finding ways to recognize that people are left out, left behind, disrespected, harmed, um, and to many um, degrees erased from all kinds of sectors of society. Once we start thinking about helping people being seen and heard, especially those that are less seen and heard, and then how do we then um, create structures, um, systems, um, policies, and practices that see them, recognize their value and the contributions that they can give to community, let them be at the table uh, when the decisions are made, Everybody wins when we're able to have that happen.
0: And you mentioned that your answer today might differ tomorrow. Have you seen a change in what activism looks like over time, especially with internet and social media
2: yeah you know that in the the social media world now we have made um, change just by saying certain words and amplifying them with a hashtag that allows it to catch on in all kinds of different ways people can connect to those messages and then amplify them not just online but on land in a way that makes a significant difference so we've always had marchers we we've always had protesters, but we can connect Black Lives Matter started in a small corner of the United States and was amplified across the world and time that would um, and any other generation would have took just months. Some of these things happened overnight and we see some of the protests that have happened in other countries Um, just by making sure that we could tap into social media, but also make sure that we recognize that just by connecting with individuals door to door, house to house in every neighborhood, we can do similar things in similar ways. so we have we have amplified and, and kind of sped up the ways that we can do things and the creativity that is happening in all kinds of different places because of the difference that we bring to the table, that our imagination is our only limitation.
0: Yeah. We usually think of the activists being the marchers or the door knockers. How do you think people in academia play a role in activism and what might activism look like for them?
2: Well, I mean, uh, the answer to that is in part um, be recognizing first that while well, um, society may frame acad- academics in certain ways, they're human beings, like everybody else, they have children, they have people they love, they want to live and be all that they can be. I, can't, I grew up in the housing projects just around the corner, uh, the oldest of four boys raised by a single mom, and um, that experience alone Uh, is just one example of what anybody that is in an academic environment can bring to their academic practice. So the same diversity that we just were speaking about is existent in in academia. More often than not, given our history, um, it has more been um, um, shown and seen um, from a white lens, um, mostly white men, but we see more than ever that um, the multicultural rainbow of academics can do just as much activism and step out of the traditional role of being quote unquote objective and recognize that how we manage our data, how we report our data, how we gather and partner with community in our our research, in our education, um, bringing the world to the classroom in all kinds of ways, those are first and foremost forms of activism and advocacy.
0: I wanna point out something. You've referred to activists and advocates as being two separate things. So what is the difference between activism and advocacy?
2: They, they, they are cousins at best. Um, they are on a continuum. And um, in, in advocating, you're, you're bringing a voice forward or helping someone bring their own voice forward to, to make people aware, to understand where things should be better. And then we point to how things can be better and an activist is someone that just basically starts to take advocacy and create active um, change by doing something in an active way it's not a passive um, exercise
0: awesome and so for those who are maybe unsure about how to step into the realm of activism where can someone start in order to become an activist
2: yeah it's a great question it starts from our, our individual self. The idea that we, we are all able to um, take deep breaths and listen to the, the thoughts that our mind presents with, to us, to not let th- our emotions overwhelm us and a- allow for us to understand how we may move from what we see, what we learn, how it makes us feel, and then translate that into action in a deliberate mindful way as opposed to a reaction that may be less mindful and um, perhaps undo what we would ideally hope for our uh, action to um, create is a critical element. So starting with our own selves, listening to our motivations, recognizing um, and learning as much as we can before we We jump to any conclusion, understanding the challenges, the issue, the people, um, as in best ways we can. And then um, recognizing that none of us can do this by ourselves. It is more often than not, and throughout our history, the examples show it. Great people were surrounded by other great people that helped them move forward as a collective to make the change that we we need.
0: I have one last question before we wrap up here. In public health writing, one of our goals is to write short sentences. Science can be an often confusing, convoluted, and jargon-heavy field. So if we can give people a short, clear statement, they're more likely to remember what it is we're trying to convey. So Dean Andrade, activism. What's the short sentence?
2: The world needs people who are willing to take a stand and are willing to show up with their head and their heart.
0: Activism is dynamic and always evolving, but one part of activism has remained the same over time and across different opinions and definitions. It's in the word itself, it's an act. Each pod features conversations with public health influencers. We cover topics that may be familiar and sometimes uncomfortable. This podcast series is brought to you by the Boston University School of Public Health and Public Health Post, which informs and inflects the broader conversation on health and social justice. Every day we feature new articles about the state of the health of the population. Join the conversation by following us on social media and by subscribing to the PHP Friday Roundup to receive our stories of the week delivered directly to your inbox by visiting publichealthpost.org.